Welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Quentin, I've got my brother Travis with me as always, and this is our sidetrack for our My Bloody Valentine episode on Loveless that we covered last week. We've been hanging out in the shoegaze world for a little too long, dude. So I wanted to kind of switch it up for this episode. We're going to cover a duo from Seattle. They go by Cock and Swan. And I feel like they're like a perfect like blend of quote unquote dream pop and shoegaze. What do you know about these guys, dude? Well, you turned me on to these, this group. Um, I don't know, maybe a year ago, maybe more. I know that they're from from your neck of the woods, and um, I've the the moment you showed them to me, like I, I loved it, man. I, I love the uh, I love the mood that they put out. You know, yeah. It's it's sort of got it's got a lot of different like elements, like you said. You know, there's some shoegaze. There, it, it's it's dreamy, but not in a um, not in more of the the poppy way that some dream 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 pop uh acts are you know they're they're more of a um they have a dark tone to them sometimes you know yes very and and they also do a really good job bringing in like almost down tempo elements or or at least electronic beats and stuff you know yeah so okay here's the story we were trying to figure out what to do for a sidetrack for my bloody valentine and we were realizing that like all right if we do another shoegaze band from the 80s or the early 90s then this is going to be three weeks straight of just nothing but but shoegaze bands yeah we gotta mix it up man we'd like to mix it up up. yeah so i was trying to think of a band that would kind of fit perfectly in like like in between these two genres because we mentioned last week that to us because of our age and you know because of our circumstances around like the 2010s dream pop to us is a very specific genre you know um and i felt yeah, like so it's it's for us it's bands like sea pony or i think they're called smith westerns remember them or like uh surf blood or surfer, surfer blood, blood i think is what they're called surfer blood yeah yeah and, and, or you know, uh beach uh, house yeah, Beach House, bands like that, um, be- because the term dream pop kind of took its own. Uh, well, no, it just it was a second iteration of it. Like you know, dream pop in the in the early 2010s 
uh, I think was way less. There's almost no shoegaze in it, in my opinion. I mean, really, there you know there was a lot of reverb and some fuzz, but it wasn't from a like a wall of of sound uh, approach. You know, it was yeah. more almost like surf. I mean, that's the reason why. Like, think about it, dude. Beach house, uh, beach fossils, dude. Surf, yeah, no, you're totally right. Blood. Dude. I mean, uh, think about it. They they all had that beach uh, surfy those those words like that. You know. Yeah, you're absolutely right. A lot of those bands were very <laughs> beach aesthetic. I can't, you know? the, I can't use the word beach house. <laughs> you could though. That's the funny thing. Is you, you could use that word to describe it. Yeah, that's what they were yeah. all about, man. But yeah, I don't think the uh, the 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 dream pop term back in the '90s meant that. You know, it didn't mean no. what what it what it meant for us. You know, what it meant in in the 2010s. Yeah, so what we what we had said last week was that and and this was a surprise to me. I didn't realize this, but um uh, the names Dream Pop and Shoegaze were synonymous in yeah. the early 90s. Right. And because, you know, the British press, they were describing the same music. And you know, a big part of that sound was this like you said wall of noise. And another term that they used was like this droney kind of vocal approach, I guess. Yeah, you know? sure. Um, and that's why I think Cock and Swan is a great example of of, of a contemporary band that, that kind of fits in between these two genres. Yeah, I can, I can see that, especially with her voice. Like her voice is definitely very, uh, very monotone. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... So when I moved up here in 2014, I became obsessed with searching for and discovering local artists because I just, you know, it's Seattle, you know. It's I probably it what, a, you know, probably a lot of people do that when they get to Seattle. It's like, hey, I'm in, you know, the birthplace of grunge music. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and, and I found Cock and Swan and it's, it's, it's two people. It's Johnny Goss. And Ola Hungerford. So Johnny, you know, provides most of the instruments and the producing, uh, you know, of the beats and all that stuff. Ola also plays a few instruments and she's the singer. And they've been making music together since 2003. And they started out very bedroom pop so we we mentioned like what's the difference between dream pop and bedroom pop last week yeah i don't know if we came up with a definitive answer either we, we really didn't but like the whole point is you know this is the kind of music that you can make by yourself in your bedroom you know with yeah. with a eight track or whatever or with just a microphone a and, and, and yeah a and a keyboard or, or whatever like yeah yeah and the thing that Cock and Swan is all about, and if you listen to any of their albums, it's very prominent. They're all about creating these really unique rhythms, you know, like like yeah. a lot. I feel like they start off. Well, actually, I have a quote here. Um, so this is quoting Johnny Goss. Usually we start with rhythm or theme. We often come up with an idea like, how jerky can a drum beat be and try to push as hard as we can without hurting the listener's feelings hmm. now okay so the the 
uh, song that I'm going to play for our soundtrack is going to be pretty tame, like after hearing that quote. But if you listen to a lot of their music, it does feel like they try to push the limits as far as like, okay, what can we do that is so like, like you said, jerky as far as rhythm goes? How far can we push that where we know that our listeners are still going to be, you know, entertained or not uh, offended? Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they try, you know, they change up. I mean, don't they kind of change up the time signatures and stuff like that? And yeah, stuff like that. And change yeah. up the rhythms and beats and stuff. Yeah. So um, the album I'm pulling from is called Secret Angles, came out in 2013. And I'm going to jump down to track seven on the record. So this song is called Inner Portal. their music so they they do those like transitions really well you know yeah the reason that i thought they would be good for this sidetrack is like there is some fuzzy distorted sure yeah uh kind of aspects to their to their music but like most of it is uh synthesized you know yeah yeah well so her voice makes me think of um and i feel like we've talked about these guys before but you remember the star seeds Oh yeah, dude. Her voice has a, a sort of a similar similar vibe to the lead singer of Starseeds. Um and you know what's funny? Like there's not much information on them when you when you do like a Google search. They don't have a Wikipedia page. I don't even know how we stumbled upon them. And I think it was probably one of those albums that came up on a a Pandora station or something like that back in the day. But yeah. they were this like um sort of down tempo um 
electronic band from I don't know Sweden or something like that. Um, but they had that very like ethereal vocal quality, you know. Yeah, they had an album that came out in the late '90s. Those are one of those bands where I I, I keep trying to find a good excuse to play them. You know? Yeah. Um. But yeah, Cock and Swan, dude. Um. They, I I feel like they're my so far like to so I've I've lived up here for going on five years no going on six years now cock and swan is is by far my favorite band uh local band that i've discovered since moving up here because there's just it's just something about the mood you know and like like just the music that they create together it's just there's just something about it dude yeah to me it's it's that mood man it's that darker side of because i mean that's like we were saying like dream pop at least how we associate the word dream pop, it's more upbeat, you know, more like right. surf surfer kind of music, you know, which, yeah. And, and like so real estate big, uh, and all that, you know, we, we right. didn't really mention real estate, but that's another group that would kind of fall into that. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, I feel like that's what puts cock and swan, like right in the middle of like, you know, modern day dream pop and good old, Drony, like repetitive, uh, hypnotic state shoegaze, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so how do they classify themselves? I mean, sometimes you can go to like a a Bandcamp page or something like that, and they'll list out the genres. So, like, I'm I'm on the I'm on the Bandcamp page for Secret Angles right now, and they classify themselves. Yeah, dream pop. They use the word dream pop. There you go. Q. Cool. Yeah. Here's 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 how they describe it. Their strongest statement yet confidently showcasing their intoxicating and darkly lit take on experimental vocal laced dream pop. There we go. So there you go. Now that's, um, that's probably, uh, uh, somebody who reviewed the album, but, um, and this came back in 2013, dude. I know, dude. Holy. They, so they have a, they have another full length album that's, that's come out since then. Um, yeah, I've listened to some of that, and it's a little bit more electronic-y. It's, yeah, That's it's, it's a, a word bit, I can use here. It's definitely a little bit more experimental. It's called Julian's Sword. It came out in 2017. And it is an album that is just loaded up with kind of... Filler tracks aren't the right word, but they've got, like, reprise. You know, Dude, like... We don't, we don't talk about filler on this podcast <laughs> yeah you mean like like a bridge or something like that F- dude filler's the the best word to describe but that them. means that they you know hey i mean we talk seems like we're talking about this every episode now but that clearly means that that this is an album that's supposed to be played from start to finish if they have bridges yeah. like that that literally take you from one song to the next you know yeah and i have done that with this album and i remember like really enjoying it all the way through the first time i heard it um yeah, so so that's the sidetrack for today. Uh, I'm gonna outro us out with another song of theirs. Um, so, what do we cover next week, dude? Have we landed on one? Yeah, I think we we talked about doing fragile, but yes, we did. Then that's gonna be something else, dude, because it's it, it, it's been a while since we were in the seventies. What was the last yeah. album that we covered from that era? Probably. I mean, I'm not gonna. I mean, I guess we we did James Taylor a few weeks back, but that was a sidetrack. Crosby, Stills, and Nash, maybe. Yeah, but that's the '60s. That's what I'm saying. Like, have we okay. done an album from the '70s yet? Maybe not, dude. Dude. 
Here we go. I'm excited to dive into uh, psych rock. What what do they fall under? Oh, no, progressive. They're progressive. There rock. we go. Uh, I feel like we should dive a little bit into the history behind that. You know how how oh, absolutely and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. So look forward to that next week. Um, you can find us on our website, nofillerpodcast.com. You can also check us out on the Pantheon Podcast Network, uh, where you can listen to dozens of other excellent music podcasts, including our own. Uh, you can check that out at pantheonpodcasts.com. And you can also find us on uh, just about anywhere else you can you can listen to podcasts. We're on Spotify now. You can check us out there. Of course, we're on iTunes and Stitcher and all the other all the other podcast apps. So there you go. Uh, on our website, we post show notes with every episode where we list out the tracks that we played and list out any articles or interviews that we reference. So check that out as well. Like I said earlier, next week we're going to dive into Yes and their album Fragile. And we're going to outro us out with another Cock and Swan song. This is from their 2010 album Unrecognized. Uh, we're going to play track six. It's called Holding On, and that's going to fade us out for today. My name is Quentin. My name is Travis. Y'all take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.